0: Welcome, my name is Alfonso Severos, and this is Jazz, Just the Way We Like It. Jazz, Just the Way We Like It is my weekly podcast, recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn, playing those classic songs of the 1950s, 1960s, and the 1970s those great jazz classics that I grew up on, listened to with my friends, and I'm now playing it here for both your enjoyment and mine. And also playing it, playing these songs to introduce a new, younger generation to that wonderful art form known as jazz. Known as jazz. It's good to be back in the studio. I hope all is well with everyone. Uh, Let's get things going. Freddie Hubbard, Freddie Hubbard on this album called Red Clay. Freddie Hubbard, Red Clay. Sit back and enjoy. That's the way, now that's the way to start a podcast. Freddie Hubbard from the album Red Clay. Freddie Hubbard on trumpet with Joe Henderson on sax. Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Lenny White on the drums. Wow. Yeah, that was good. Recorded in 1970 um this particular album falls in the category of jazz called fusion jazz f u s i o n jazz fusion and fusion is is the process of bringing two elements together but in a way in which they keep their own identity and blend together so fusing fusion jazz is combining that jazz harmony, the, of course, the improvisation, with styles of funk or rock or blues or even Latin jazz, uh, fusion jazz. That's one of the beauties of jazz. You can fuse it with so many other musical forms. Uh, Miles Davis went from bebop to uh, fusion jazz on albums like Bitches Brew or In a Silent Way where he incorporated all oh, the electrical electronics and uh, in uh, his albums, completely different from the early miles of the fifties and sixties, fusion jazz. And I like that idea of uh, combining, yet holding on to originality. This kind of synthesis, and it's different from a synergy. Because the synergy is combining two elements to create something that's not the first or the second element, but something that's greater and bigger than either element by themselves. Something new. Uh, But red clay smoking. And that's the way to start a podcast. All right, let's keep things going. I want to play this next guy. Uh, Oliver Nelson. And uh, Oliver Nelson is a hell of of a—he was a hell of a arranger, and and his and his composition and music. Uh, This is from the blues and the abstract truth. Oliver Nelson, and a song called "Stolen Moments." Stolen moments. Oliver Nelson, Oliver Nelson's stolen moments from the album, The Blues and the Abstract Truth. Boy, you can you can hear the brilliancy in the arrangement and composition. And then you realize how brilliant uh, Oliver Nelson was with his arrangement. But he has some power in the musicians on this album. Freddie Hubbard was on trumpet. Yeah, that was Freddie Hubbard. And Eric Doffy on flute, along with Oliver Nelson on tenor sax. That was also his arrangement. George Barrow on uh, baritone sax. Bill Evans on piano. Bill Evans was the man with the Miles Davis group and John Coltrane in the uh, 50s and early 60s. Paul Chambers on bass and Roy Hayes on drums. What a powerful lineup. What a powerful lineup. And there were some great solos with Freddie Hubbard uh, on, on trumpet and uh, Eric Dolphy on flute. Oliver Nelson, one of the geniuses of jazz. Oh, boy, we just, well, stepping away from jazz and talking about a few current events, we had the Royal Wedding this week. The Royal Wedding. And I have to admit, I'm one of those that got up four o'clock in the morning and watched it on television. It was history, folks, and I'm a student of history, and, uh... I wanted to see this moment. I wanted to see this moment. You know, I'm happy for the bride and the groom, the prince, Meghan. Uh, But I also am realistic. You know, I I like the fact that both of them are involved in human services and service around the world. Uh, But I'm also realistic and I, I know the history of England in terms of exploitation of people throughout the world and throughout history. You know, the sun never sets on the British Empire, they used to say, but they also can say England never found a colony in which it didn't oppress and exploit. So even though Harry and his new wife are both heavily involved in human service efforts around the world, they got a long way to go to right some of the wrong done by the British Empire. Uh, But I was still happy for this event. Uh, I know some people took it just in terms of racial stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm old enough to realize that You know, they play with words when they use race, and we fall into that, and we use the same technology. Uh, For instance, the word itself, race, that's, you know, created by Europeans, man, to justify, especially doing the uh, Atlantic slave slave trade. Race is not a scientific concept. It's a social concept, you know? And then biracial. What the hell is Biracial. Even if you accept the idea of race, all of us are biracial. I did my DNA, man. I'm like 72% West Africa, Mali, Ghana, Ivory Coast, uh, 10% you know, Ghana. Um, my West African roots is Mali and Nigeria, uh, 18% European. You look at me, no doubt that I'm black. African-American? Am I biracial? Genetically, I am. If you accept this silly concept. Well, let me get off that. But I have to say to the folks in England, this was a big event. We have to realize we're on the other side of the ocean. For us, African-Americans, the election of Obama was huge. For many black British, this wedding was the equivalent for them. Okay, let's slow it down a little and get a little old school, a little old Miles Davis playing Round Midnight. Miles Davis, Round Midnight, from the uh, classic jazz album, uh, "Round About Midnight. Whoa, that is a classic, folks. You have Miles Davis on trumpet, John Coltrane on tenor sax, oh yeah, Rick Godling on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, Philly Joe Jones on drums. Wow, what a lineup, what a lineup. Miles Davis. Doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Let me play one of my favorite artists. And uh, he used to be a professor at Brooklyn College. Played a professor at Howard University. The man has two PhDs, I believe. Well, he passed on. Uh, Everyone knows his album, Cristo Redento. But here is Donald Byrd, and he was an arranger, a creative genius. Uh, Here is House of the Rising Sun. (laughs) ¶¶ himself donald bird house of the rising sun from the up 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 album and you well, bird is another example this was recorded in 1964 by the way bird is another example of this fusion jazz combining different elements uh here you can see uh, uh a little bit of rock and funk a little bit of blues uh with that jazz overtone uh that, by the way, that was Herbie Hancock on piano and, of course, Donald Byrd on trumpet. And that was the Byrd Singers. You know, Byrd has he organized, when he was teaching in college music, he also organized students into groups. And one of his groups was the Blackbirds. Uh, but he has an interesting career he had. Uh, but another master at composing and arrangement. Infusion Jazz, Donald Bird, Uh House of the Rising Sun. And, of course, House of the Rising Sun, that, that's Lead Belly. And, man, don't let me get start talking about Lead Belly. Oh, he's just a, a an American phenomenon. Okay, folks, let's slow it down a little. We need some voices and none other than the Divine One, uh, Sarah Vaughan, the man I love.
1: You look at me and smile
0: Oh, yeah, the divine one, Sarah Vaughn, the man I love. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I enjoyed uh, being part of it and doing it. Well, spring is here. Sun is shining. Get out and enjoy the day. And uh, tune in next week. Until the next time, this is jazz just the way we like it. Peace and love, folks.